Welcome to the inaugural episode, the Family Room Podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. I've already gotten some great feedback from you guys about the introduction and people excited about the idea. I'm excited about the idea. I want you to know that the introduction was certainly scripted and uh, it probably felt like that at times. That's not really what the podcasts are going to be like, but Lauren gave me some wise counsel. I took it. If I just tried to give my off-the-cuff thoughts about the podcast in five minutes, it, it would have just been a disaster. So I wrote it all out. I wanted to make it helpful. And so people know if they listen to that in five minutes, they're going to hear sort of a comprehensive view of, of what I want to see happen here with this podcast. So if you haven't checked out the introduction, go do that and then hop back into episode one. Or if people ask you about it, direct them there because I think it'll be I think it'll be helpful and answer some of their questions. Think of it as sort of like the topic sentence for the podcast. But without further ado, today's guest, Carla Edwards. Yes, Carla, the inaugural guest here on the Family Room Podcast. All right, let's get to it. Carla Edwards is on the line. She's been quarantined with uh, Matt and her two kids, but also Dash, the dog. How's how's Dash handling the quarantine? I think Dash loves the quarantine, honestly, because we're outside with them all the time. Is that right? So you kind of mix yeah. it up? Yep. I think dogs are like in heaven right now. Yeah. I saw a funny meme where it was this, this dog was on top of like the kitchen cabinets and the owner was trying to get him down. And basically the tagline was, <laughs> Like, I've been on a walk 20 times today. I'm not coming down. <laughs> That's funny. No, I think every dog with owner, all their owners, they're just really excited because everyone's home. Yeah. So yeah. Matt Matt told me he's holed up in the bathroom. Is that where he's working? <laughs> yes, it's his office, Andrew. <laughs> it's our little half bath. Okay. Yeah. He, he got a little creative. Gotcha. Does he like hang any pictures in there? No. And he said, he said that for his, um, he's had to do like a meeting one time on zoom or yeah. something. And, uh, he had to move. We had like stuff on the windowsill, like spray and like toiletries. So he had to move them and put them on the ground. So it wasn't in the background. <laughs> uh, I, I don't expect anything less from Matt. He's just no. he's super, he's mm -hmm. functional. He just gets it very very functional, yeah. I have to say it's been awesome for us, though, because it feels like he is at work. Like, we don't really – he runs at lunch, and he'll take one of the kids usually with him, and he comes out for coffee, for a snack. We say, hey. But if not, he's in there till 4.30. Wow. What does he say? Does he say, I'm going back to work? Or does he say, I'm going back in the, the bathroom? Yeah. My office? Yeah. He says, see you later. <laughs> Lucia calls it his office. <laughs> <laughs> how, old are, how old are Samuel and Lucia now? Okay, Lucia is a little over six. She turned six um, a few months ago. And Samuel is about to be nine in oh July. That's amazing. I know. So I know. for the quarantine, have are they still playing with each other? Like, are they having fun? Yeah. They have school, I, but... Honestly, I feel like they've gotten along better than they ever have, which hmm. is crazy. That's awesome. I know. I don't know if it's because there's less 
like stress in the house, like, you know, of the daily grind, yeah. like getting up for school, getting ready, like probably Matt and I are more relaxed, you know, but they, all they have to do, I mean, they're just playing. Yeah. It's just sweet. Like they're counting down. Like this week they were like, can we please sleep together in the same bed? And I was like, I still treat, you know, the weekend differently. Yeah. Like I'm like, that's for the weekend. And so today, this morning, they're like, we get to, we get to have a sleepover in our bed tonight. That's I was awesome. like, you do. I know. So give, give us a snapshot of your day right now, like of a weekday. Okay. We, um, so in the mornings, we always, you know, have our breakfast, make our coffee, all that. And then Samuel does his schoolwork. He has an online class Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning. So Mondays are kind of like, he's only got a little bit of schoolwork on Mondays. And he basically is very self-sufficient. He kind of just does the stuff, you know, that he did at school. It's very, Sequitur has made it very organized for the little ones, at least for the grammar just kind of what they're doing in class or doing at home. So I can write it all down and say, this is what you need to do for math. This is what you need to do for art of letters, which is their phonograms and their um, grammar and handwriting. And I can hear him in the kitchen and he just does it. And then Lucia's in and out playing outside with the dog or riding her bike in the backyard. She's got little schoolwork I made for her. Okay. So... Is Paige, and then it's, is Paige your teacher? Yes, okay. her teacher, yeah. Yeah. All right, don't want to disappoint Paige. <laughs> Fellow church no, member. Paige has been awesome. <laughs> Paige has done some recorded read-alouds, oh, which Samuel and Lucia love. And then she sent us some pages that we printed out. I made her a binder just to practice her handwriting and stuff and put some math sheets in it. So... She stays busy. Lucia, Lucia is a type that doesn't sit still very long anyway. So she's a self entertainer. Okay. Which is awesome. So then Matt, so obviously Matt's working and then Matt works. Yeah. So then we do lunch. Then like after, I mean, some days we're done at like 1130. Some days, Fridays we kind of sleep in. So we start a little later, but we're usually always done by like between 12 and one. And so then they just play. I let them have like an hour of screen time, like around three or four uh, during the week. I mean, on the weekends, we're very much more relaxed, but they just live outside. And when Matt comes, when Matt's done at 430, it's just known around the house that it is um, trampoline time. And he bounces them for like an hour and a half. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the routine. We're all outside. So so nights are still pretty normal. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the nights are really normal. I do. I feel like we end the day, you know, we usually sit out in the patio together and watch them. And then we've been eating outside. We haven't skipped one night. We've eaten outside every night for the last that's three awesome. weeks. So... I feel like over here it's been pretty, um, I think it does help that they're older, you know? Yeah. Our kids, like, they're just, they kind of get things, are pretty self-sufficient for the most part, you know? Um, so we're just kind of all doing things more together, and we just try to be outside a lot. That's I feel like that's the biggest thing. Is, is Would you say that's one of the things 
I guess what are a couple of things you've just been thankful for in this yes. odd season? My neighbor and I were just talking about this yesterday that just thankful that we have a house and that we're not in an apartment. Yeah. You know, and not that that's, I guess I'm picturing like other countries too, because here you can leave your apartment and go, you know, to the lakes or, but I do enjoy that we have a yard, you know, yeah. I love that we have our yard. The Lord has been sweet to give us really good weather so far, as far as like sunshine and it's been warm, but not miserable yet. You yeah. know, like it could either be the dead of the summer right now or um, freezing and gloomy. And I feel like, so I'm so thankful for those things and just a place for the kids to ride their bikes, a trampoline, just we have a love that we have a patio. We just got a patio this last summer and it's been something that um, we've used a lot. So we're very thankful for that. Has that changed any way? Like you're, you're trying to parent, like you mentioned the screen time, you know, does that make it uh-huh. even harder where, I mean, obviously that's a conviction that you already had, so to speak, mm-hmm. but to, you know, to keep going with that despite kind of the weird circumstances. Yeah. Um, I would say, so I think for us, Samuel and Lucia are very different personalities. Samuel is the more like loves electronics, screens. Uh, Lucia is just now getting to the point where she'll, in the last like year or two, where she'll watch a movie, you know, and yeah. but even days where I've been sick with like, you know, a stomach virus or a fever virus and Matt's had to go to work. I've just had to be like, here, play and then watch TV. And she, within like, you know, two hours, she turns it off because she's like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) Where he could just watch it for ever, you know? And so we've always, as he's gotten older, we've seen that. And for me, it's always been easier, even during the school year, to just say no screen time. Like, we don't do any TV at all during the week because it's almost harder to get him to reboot like his attitude, his sluggishness, everything. So we've always said like Thursdays, Fridays and the weekend, like have at it, you know, in the mornings, a little bit in the afternoon, family movie, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to kind of continue that through this time, like kind of that consistency. And then from all of us going crazy. So I did make a schedule, but um, it's more, it was more for me. I feel like the schedule so that I felt more normal and I could give some kind of prediction and point them to it, you know, yeah, like that's good. they asked for, you know, TV food is a big one. Yeah. So there's just a pointed. Now we don't really follow it, but we follow the main things. They know what time they can watch TV and then, or, you know, user can like Samuel can get on his Kindle and then like when snacks are done. So I feel like, yeah, we've tried to kind of carry that same rule through um obviously if they're like he's been into bugs lately and so one day we were just like let's look up some stuff on bees or on you know we'll sit down together with matt and like look up stuff on youtube so there's like fun things that we'll let them do but that overall you know rule is kind of still there and it i feel like it helps so much I think I need the schedule thing for the snacks. <laughs> uh, my, my office is right next to the fridge. It's not good. <laughs> I know. Are y'all uh, are y'all watching a TV show? You and Matt, right now? We 
we're not right now, but um, we'll always go to the office more than anything. But right now, we haven't been into anything okay. like heavy. Okay. So, all right. Well, best best TV show you've watched? Hands you down. And, you and Matt. Hands down, I'd have to say Breaking Bad and um, Dexter. Okay. Were some of our favorites. Now, did did you end up did you end up binging it? Do you miss a time when it comes out once a week? You, you watch it once a week, and then you have to. You know, yeah, we week. right. Well, we've never experienced that because they were always fully on, um, like next Netflix or oh, that's something. True. Yeah, you know. But those are, that's what's bad is we would binge and then we'd find like a show that's our favorite and then you can't compare like we've tried to watch serious shows and it's like nothing compares to those you know yeah <laughs> so which Come one of those wh- exactly which one of those <laughs> do you i mean brought about more like discussion that you like to that you like to talk about because I, I haven't seen either one of those so it's, it's hard for me to okay uh, opine um I mean, I my favorite was Breaking. I mean, Dexter. Dexter. Yeah, Dexter is a. I mean, they're probably not the best shows to recommend people to watch, but <laughs> they're just good. Dexter is a serial killer, okay. but there's irony in it. It's not like it's just different. Like even to the music, the way that they make the show, he um is a lovable like good guy um he doesn't look he's a a blood spatter analyst that's his job but it's just weird because he's like a good guy and you like like him so it it is it's a funny it's weird it's a mixture but yeah but the way that they did the show it was just so good the storyline it was just really good and matt likes that one too oh yeah you love that one All right, it's a little pitch for Dexter. Um, I want to I, I want to talk a few minutes about friendships. We were talking about this uh, via text, but you know, I guess one thing I was thinking about it, like sometimes when I talk about marriage, like the thing I come back to is like marriage is in part a really deep friendship, you know. And I yeah. see that with you and Matt, y'all have a great friendship. But then I kind of see that with, I mean, in a sense, see that deep friendship you and other ladies within the church. Were you a friendly person before you became a Christian? <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I think I always, like when I was little, I know that they would call me smiley. Like I went to a Catholic school and the nun would call me that. I would say I always had Makes sense. friends, but in high school, I think I was more of that quiet um came from a really bad home life. So I feel like I was that kid in class that was just, I've always been sensitive to people like, you know, the outcasts, the really didn't want anything to do with the popular people, but I was really good friends with them too. So I wouldn't say I had always a lot, a lot of friends, but I was just, yeah, I was always friendly, I guess you could say, or strike up conversation. I know this is kind of a more broad question, but how did you see like your friendships, like, you know, sort of what it means to be a friend? How has that changed for you? Like since you've become a Christian? That's such a good question. I feel like, um, friendship, like as a Christian, 
it's just different. I think when I learned, especially as women, I mean, women are very sinful. It's embedded in us that Eve, you know, and I would say I've never been a girl who is very, I've never been a catty per se kind of girl. I always had more guy friends than girlfriends too. And because I didn't like drama and I didn't like, I would see how women would treat each other and talk bad about each other. And I just didn't like that. So I think um, when I became a Christian and started to read scripture a lot and just see how different our lives should look, I was like, wow, you know, I think it started to transform what kind of friend I am. And then those friends that I'm attracted to, Mm. like kind of those women who also have that same desire, you know? Yeah. Hmm. And how how sweet and rich friendship can be if it's done in in the light, you know, if it's kind of done the right way, I guess you can say. Do you have like, um, this is kind of like a, a sort of an odd question, but like a deep friend of yours that you'd say is almost like an unlikely friendship, but because of Christ, it's become a great friendship? Hmm, I do. I would say I have maybe not like, different on the outside but people who um I don't know just wouldn't naturally hang out with you know yeah definitely and I feel like I have friends from all different seasons you know like I think life you know people obviously come and go out of your life in different seasons but as a Christian I think that those seasons are so important no matter where you know for me it could have been where I'm at spiritually, like if you had a part in where, you know, me becoming a Christian or a friend that was in that time or in dealing with really hard, deep stuff, you know, Mm. or even a place, like if you're in college or here. So I think um, I'm, I keep up with those friendships. So I have a lot of friends that are, yeah, that maybe I would naturally wouldn't be friends with, you know, like, quote unquote, in the world's eyes, you know? Yeah. Which is the fun part. (laughs) (laughs) That is. uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I see, you know, you, you definitely have this ability to make people feel comfortable and, you know, I kind of observe from afar, like you seem to have, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, deep friendships and you're obviously a very friendly person, but as you, as you sort of think about, you know, now I, you know, having become a Christian and been, and been walking with the Lord for many years, friendship wise, like if you think about like deep friendships, you know, like we all want those things and we want to, to want to cultivate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to sort of make like a, a, a gumbo, your gumbo mm-hmm. is friendship. All right. You need mm-hmm. some different ingredients just off the top of your head. What, what do you think goes into a, a deep friendship gumbo? It's a bad question. Oh my God. I made no, that. Louis- I made that Louisiana. You did. You made. You catered it totally to Louisiana. Okay, let me think. Um, I think that I think when you obviously become a Christian and you see that they're going for the same things in life, you know, yeah. like I think that that's a big part of. Um, Hold on, sorry, my kids are like screaming. Yeah, this, this is it's the family room <laughs> podcast. We life. love kids in this podcast. <laughs> this is real life. No. 
I'm like, let me lock myself in this little bathroom in our bedroom. Um, I don't know. So, okay. Ask me the question again, Andrew. You're, ma- you're making a gumbo. It's, okay. it's, you know, godly friendships. What are some of the ingredients that go into a godly friendship? I definitely think um, your conviction, like I think, A, that they love the Lord and want to be, you know, they see that they're sinful. They don't hold um, those things over your head. You know, when you make mistakes, they understand those things. I think that that is the root of it. But then on the lighter side, I just think like someone who's uplifting, that's honest, um, that laughs a lot. Like you can be silly and you can tell them things you're really struggling with. Like you can kind of let down those walls and they're not going to judge you or talk about you to somebody else. You know, Um, I think that those are just some of the biggest, I don't know. I think that that's what makes friendship so rich and sweet. Mm. I always say friendships like the, the sweet honey in this life, you know? Yeah. That's so silly, but it is. No, that's it's good. Like, life is going to be really hard, you know, and some of us have gone through really, really hard and dark times, Yeah. but Paul promises that, you know, the suffering's never going to end. It's going to keep coming. And so I always look at friendship as like, it's the best part, especially when you have the ones that mirror Christ, you know, like yeah. that you can have fun with, but you're going for the same goal. And that friendship can go as deep as you want it to go. Like you can, you can keep facades and walls up and kind of like the pride of life or the more you're vulnerable with some of those friendships, the sweeter, because you're experiencing Christ, you know? And you'd say like, even as a, I mean, I know this is true intellectually, Mm -hmm. but even kind of as an encouragement, even as like a mom of two, you know, and kind of a, it can always feel like sort of a busy season, I'm sure. But those totally. those friendships can grow and deepen. It might not look the same as it did in college per se, but they still Definitely. grow. And and I think that that's that's such a good question because I think that friendships, you know, even my local friends, like my sweetest, most vulnerable heart friends that are here in Baton Rouge, that the last, you know, let's see, Samuel's about to be nine. The last nine specifically the last five years have had to look so different you know and Mm -hmm. because you go from especially like if you have a friend that you knew even pre-kids you know who you were really close to you're you have to be so flexible and that's why that that friendship that comes from the heart and from going for that same goal and isn't just based on like when you did stuff together or when it's just always happy you know it's really sweet because yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't get to hang out very often, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously with technology, you can talk more, but then last two, three years I've been working, you know, or then you have friends who have a baby and you're not having a baby, you know, your seasons aren't quite matching up Mm -hmm. like kids schedules. And so I think the ability to, to be flexible with that. And even if it's something you know, in our group of friends, like we've had to talk about those things and, Hmm. you know, like there's had to be a lot of conversations as long with flexibility, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. But even that is is going back to what you were saying earlier, sort of the transparency and vulnerability and letting people in. Yes. Yeah. I do. I think that that's um, just so important because the Lord has made everybody so different, you know, like 
some are going to be sensitive, some are going to be, and then you learn so much about like, what makes you feel loved as a friend, you know, for some, it's always going to be time. So learning, I value friendship in that way. Like I, I want them to feel loved and I know my friends want me to feel loved. So kind of just being able to communicate and be like, well, Hey, let's hang out once a month or, you know, all right, that's a that's a um, public service announcement. All of Carla's friends, <laughs> make, sure you call, make sure you call her this week. All right, let's jump into the speed yeah. round. Let's finish. All right, all right. All right so the 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 speed round, it's like you're doing laundry. Okay, nobody okay. nobody wants to do laundry like nobody does it really really fast, but they also want to move super slow because they want to be done with it. All right, right. So that's that's kind of the speed we're going at. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's the first question. You ready? I'm ready. All right, which one of your kids do you love more? I'm just kidding. Oh, All right, <laughs> just, just joke. Let's see if people are listening. And you as well. All right, you and uh -huh. Lucia, you're doing a, a little mother-daughter date. What, what are y'all okay. going to go do? Completely go do our nails. She always wants me to paint her nails. So okay. I would say that and um, go for a, get something to eat and go for a walk. Those are like things that she loves to do. Is it a, a walk anywhere special, just around the neighborhood? No, I would probably take her to the lakes, but she loves to be with us. Like I'm, I mean, I'm not a runner, but if Matt yeah. goes on a run, he's got to take her. So, That's I think awesome. she just likes quality time. Okay. All right. Favorite favorite hymn or song that we sing together as a church? Oh. um, That's hard. Extra you know which one I like? It. It's. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to yeah. hear me sing. One that we do as a family, we sing hymns every night in our since they were little. And I mean, we usually take the ones that um, we've done from church, but we love holy, holy, holy. Um, but the other one I love, and it's actually one that we're going to sing this weekend. I just saw the uh, notes on the email. Um, Zion, what's that yeah. one? Um, well, I'm blanking as well. I know, we but will, anyways, we will feast in the house of Zion. Yes. I got somebody off camera helping me. <laughs> I love that one. I don't, I mean, I don't know if it would be my favorite. I have to say amazing grace is just my favorite yeah. all time. Like the prayer and be thou my vision, like what the words say, you know, what prayer and how rich they are. But as far as like, sing, I love that. I don't know if it's a hymn, but oh, those are good ones. All right. Yeah. Favorite part about Sunday night gatherings? Ooh. Obviously socializing. <laughs> no, I would say I do. I love, um, I love the intimacy and I like to be challenged to step out and not sit with the same. It's a love hate. I don't like that. Yeah. But I like that Bradley and Sean challenge us to mix it up and i just like the time to it's simple yeah the, like the sermon's just short you know it's not even a sermon but the talk is always short and then just a time to um hear what other people are struggling with i just i just love all of it, it always refreshes even if it's like a time where i'm like oh i'm so tired i don't want to go yeah um i'm always refreshed and encouraged and that, that's a good encouragement too, because even, yeah, I mean, we talked about, oh. you know, doing friendship and whatnot, but, you know, whatever, somebody might look at you and think like, oh, she, 
you know, she always wants to be around the people. And so just even yeah. that encouragement to not, not, you know, as far as like our church membership, you know, we're called to love one yeah. another. It doesn't just mean the girls that are my age that also have two kids or whatnot, but that's just cool to hear you say that too. Cause I, I can resonate right. with that, you know, but they do a great job encouraging us to, um, to, you know, right. to remind us of that. Yeah. I think that's good. And now I'm, as I'm saying it, like, and committing, like, yeah. I think as a culture, I mean, we don't know anymore what it is to commit and to do something that's hard or to not waver so much, you know? And so doing something when you don't, it's not that I always want to go to everything. I mean, that's just me being very honest. You know, I'm tired just like everyone else is, you know? I mean, I think we're all tired and in some seasons it's harder when you're going through things or if you're just physically tired, you know, whether it's your children or work or whatever, but yeah, just committing and trusting those things to the Lord and doing it, you know, and always watching him show you wrong, you yeah. know, like kind of <laughs> yeah. encouraging your soul, you know, you're investing in the pot that won't run dry instead of investing in the temporary, like I could just go to bed a little earlier or, um, you know, and there's yeah. times where we've gone and we've just said, hey, like I've said, I'm exhausted. Okay, well, let's leave. Like, don't talk forever. Let's and we do it, you know, like, yeah. let's leave a little early, you know. Uh, I know y'all never succeed with that, but that's awesome. Yeah, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> You're right, Andrew. All right, a little bit, a little bit lighter here. Favorite fast food? Ooh, I mean... If, if at all. Chick-fil-A. Oh, good. I'm glad you said something. I feel like if I ask that question, some people are going to judge me. Like, like, I don't eat fast what? food. Well, naturally, when you say that, I think of like Taco Bell, yeah. <laughs> which is really good. But those were the college days. I won't let myself do that anymore. But yeah, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. obviously. Good call. All right. This yeah. is the last one. Okay. Matt goes shopping for you as a surprise. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is A, B, and C answers. You ready? Okay. A, this would never happen. B, <laughs> I trust you would pick out something that I like. Or C, this is really thoughtful, but I'm going to have to exchange it. <laughs> I would say A. A? His, okay. Yeah, he would never do it. But to his, <laughs> um, he's the most thoughtful person. He wouldn't shop for me. He would say, here's $200, $300. Go get what you want. Yeah. That's what Matt would do. And then because he. If he went, I would have to exchange it. Yeah. He's always told me, he's like, I don't know. I mean, I could never. He's like, I feel so bad, but I could never buy you like jewelry and just get it right, you know, and, or clothes. And I've always just told him like, I, yeah, I don't want you to do that because it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be something that I like <laughs> unless you just cheated and asked my friend. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Too. But he's really big on like randomly or always for birthdays or anything else just like here's money go have fun and have a day so that's awesome that's the credit to matt (laughs) way to go matt (laughs) all right carla this was awesome thanks this is so funny andrew thanks for the time you're a you're you're a great part of our our church we're thankful for you and uh we're gonna do this again we'll there's there's many more stories to hit maybe a different topic yeah that sounds good (laughs) All right, cool. See you later. Bye. All right. Thanks to Carla for hopping on. Again, podcasts will go out Sunday and Wednesday nights as long as we're quarantined. After that, we'll we'll figure it out. It may drop to one a week, but we'll see. But you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Family Room Pod. 
Same thing with Facebook. Just search Family Room Pod so you can get that on your social media. And then I want you to come on. I'm reaching out to people. But if you want to talk and you have some topics you want to hit, let's set it up. Email me, familyroompod at gmail.com. What a perfect time to do this while we're quarantined. Okay, until next time, the Family Room Pod, turning the lights out. Is that cheesy? I don't don't know. We're turning the lights out, though. All right, see you.